What's going on, everybody? I am OJ's. Today is March 9th, and this is Sickle Sounds. Let's get it started. I just want to tell you guys to bear with me. I'm just getting out of the hospital. Um, Let's see how that went, actually. So, uh... They admitted me. They seen some shallow parts in my lungs. It's not a pneumonia. It's not a chest syndrome. What the heck is it? Nobody's telling me anything. It's really starting to piss me off. Does this look like the face of a person that needs to be admitted? Tonight's menu we have. Hmm, doesn't look half bad. Turkey and gravy, mac and cheese, and string beans. Look like that's coleslaw. Some peaches and a roll. I don't know why they give you milk. I hate milk, but it is what it is. Give me this little janky iced tea. I'll just dip with my Ricky's. How about that? There you have it, folks. I am headed out after a weekend of horror. Say, now I made it. I made this one fun. Uh, oh, I'm passing my elevators. But I will catch y'all a little bit later. Peace. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the struggles of growing up with sickle cell anemia. Now, with this disease, it can cause a lot of insecurities. And growing up from a child to an adult with sickle cell anemia is very trying. So, let's start. So when I was a kid and I went to school, kids would tease me a lot. They would call me a drug addict. They would call me uh, an alien because my eyes would either be yellow or green. The reason why is because it's called jaundice. Let's look that up today, okay? Let's go to Google. And it says, a yellow tint to the skin or eyes caused by an excess of bilirubin, a substance created when red blood cells break down. Our cells actually break down. Um, they aren't healthy cells in the first place. And so that causes our eyes or our skin to be kind of like a yellowish or greenish hue. So imagine kids seeing you this way coming to school and you don't look like them. Kids can be very harsh in that sense because anybody that doesn't look like them, they're going to either voice their opinion or they're going to just, they're just gonna blurt it out. I remember I used to get teased because by me not being in school a lot, I was in a program called CHIPS and the CHIPS program is a program out of the state of Maryland that sends out tutors or teachers to get your work from school and bring it to you either at home or in the hospital. That program alone saved my life because I was able to continue my schooling without being penalized for being absent. And so when I would go back to school sparingly, people 
would always be like, yo, here you go. Or who is that person coming to get your work? Like, does it even matter? Just basically worry about why I'm not there. I'm not there because I'm sick. They're gonna rub you the wrong way. Because when people do not understand what you're going through, because they're not living it, then it's a whirlwind. Then you start getting blamed, then you start getting talked about, then people start wondering why and how and what. That's just life. I'm talking to you, children. Yes, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be tough, but you can get through it. People are gonna tell you all the time that you cannot do certain things. And half the time, your worst enemy is yourself. I remember when I was young, I used to beat myself up all the time because my friends, they were able to do a lot of things. They were strong. They didn't get winded. It was so much. They were in the hospital mainly, like I was, every month. My mom told me I was only three, and I said, Mom, life is rough. (laughs) At that time, what did I know about life? I knew enough to say that. This is powerful. It's hard. It's tough. But hey. It makes us who we are, it makes us stronger each and every time we go through something. You can be strong too. You are strong. We are superheroes. I have a little buddy. His name is Langston. And I think he is one of the strongest individuals I have seen with this illness. Child or adult. Let's take a look at it. that he was able to inspire and strengthen the other little buddies out there. I'm gonna tell you this. I was not supposed to live past 21 years old. Doctors told me I wouldn't make it past 21. They told my sister relatively the same thing. I'm still here, I'm 30 years old now. But let's just think for a second. They really have the final say. Just know, you're not going through this alone. What everybody deems as bad or different or disgusting, I look at it as I'm unique. I can't even imagine if I was normal or healthy. You may say that, well, wouldn't you want to be healthy? Yes, we do want to be healthy. But... In reality, I'm okay with being different. My mom used to look at me and she would say, I feel guilty because you and your sister have this disease. I kept trying. No, mom. You did a great job. You and dad trained 
two great individuals, two powerful individuals. Other people out here, uplift your children. Make sure that they do not fall under the hand of what these other naysayers are saying about them. They can't do this. They're sick. No, they're powerful. They're special. And they're number one thing. They're still alive. This has been episode two of the Sickle Sounds Podcast vlog. Um, I will be back next week with another podcast vlog. Remember, we're doing this every week. So I'll have a uh, I'll, I'm gonna have a guest on next week. Call in, and um, that's just gonna have to wait and see. All right, it's your boy Yo Jeers, man. I'm out. Peace.